0: All right, so um, this is Jessica, and you are listening to another episode of Christian Mother Runner, Burning Off the Crazy, and obviously, um, it's been two weeks, because I just dropped my kids off, so that means it's podcast time. <laughs> um, so let me think. Uh, I discovered something, or I didn't discover something. I really delved and discussed something that I already knew about myself, but I thought I'd share it with you, because I think it's funny. Um I am what I like to consider an outgoing introvert. Um I don't know how many people out there um consider themselves um an extrovert or introvert, but um to put it nicely, I don't really like people <laughs> um, in my marriage. You know, uh, I you know, mentioned in passing that my husband had had a couple of affairs, um two of which were actually with um good friends of mine. Um one in which was my best friend. Um, And then the other one, which was um, with a family friend who had watched my children and I had kind of invited into my home and my life and, um, you know, and actually like prayed over and, and, you know, a lot of history. So needless to say, it really ruined not only my trust issues for my husband um, at the time, but for just women in general. And obviously I'm not saying all women suck because they don't. Um, But I am super um, hesitant and leery um, when it comes to relationships with women. So it was really funny because um, I have a small little, you know, group of friends that we continually, you know, group chat and stuff. And I find that I don't get out and hang out with them, you know, like I probably should or would even like to um, just because I have a lot of hangups. Um, you know, personally, I am much more content um, being in comfy clothes on my couch um, with my husband when I have downtime. Um, you know, I'm dealing with kids, you know, all the time. Um, while, yes, I only work part time, I also um, work on the side doing social media um, for two companies um, and that is kind of something that I dedicate a pretty good number of hours per week to um, when I'm not at my regular job. And then of course, you know, I try to exercise because that's a big part of my life so I'm, I'm balancing a lot of, of balls in the air, to put it mildly. So to me, sometimes I think relationships are just an extra burden or hassle, and I hate hate that I have an aspect of that. Um, but so funny enough today, and this is kind of why I'm talking about it, I went to Orange Theory, um, which is where I go like twice a week, and I bumped into a um, friend of mine, and we were talking, and I made the comment about... I'm trying to think of what we were saying um something along the lines of you know we've i've been really busy and da, da 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 and she's like yeah and then so i kind of made it and plus i just you know i really don't like women and and mind you i'm talking to a woman as i say this and she kind of her she goes yeah me neither and i'm like you know oh oh we are talking about my daughter in high school and how, you know, she's super well-balanced and she's such a great kid and, you know, really has this personality to get along with anybody. Um, but, you know, even with being a part of a team, like cross country and, and track now, um, she finds herself being mildly bullied. I mean, just, you know, girls for no reason at all are giving her stares or whispering behind her back. And, you know, she's a pretty laid back, chill kid. So of course it breaks my heart to think that that's happening. but. I mean, I went to middle school, I went to high school, and let's be real, girls, not women, girls can be, I'm sorry, bitches, like they can be nasty. Um, I remember in my childhood, um, I was in middle school, and when I tried to be a good girlfriend, it usually bit me in the ass. Um, For example, I had a really good friend that was one of my neighbors, and we had kind of grown up together, you know, from like third or fourth grade on and here we are in high school, and we're having this conversation about this guy, and he's not a good guy, like, he's, you know, back wounds a player, you know, we had heard rumors that he was sleeping with multiple girls, you know, he, he was a heartbreaker, a good-looking guy, just heartbreaker, um, and then come to find out next, like, week, she's dating him after talking all negative about him, and I'm kind of, like, I was legit concerned, and, um, I, but I actually had kind of talks with my mom back then you know I didn't tell her everything but I talked to her and and I was just like really concerned I was kind of telling like you know this guy you know apparently does drugs and you know we've heard that he sleeps around and blah blah blah, and you know and she was the one that had this conversation with me so I'm really shocked that she's dating him and long short of it it kind of got back to her mom and she got really mad at me and you know to her defense I get it like mom knows whatever you know friendship ruin but from that moment on, it was her, it was her like, life's work to make sure every girl in school hated me. Um, so eventually I became friends with majority guys, like guys are my friends. So then it went from the girls, like, ostracizing me to then calling me a slut, even though at this point in my life I hadn't even kissed a boy, um, because of the fact that, uh, bottom line, they're jealous. And, and not to say that these girls are jealous of my daughter. They may be. They may not be. You know, like I said, she's, you know, she's a cute kid. She, I mean, and she's smart and, you know, she's pretty much got, you know, a good head on her shoulders. She's beyond her years, um, you know, but she doesn't care what people think, you know, or at least she tries to put on that front, which I can appreciate. Um, so I, I get it. Like, it, it's tough to, especially when you're high school and middle school, to have to deal with, honestly just relationships and I and and I don't have boys but I even in boys you know it's it's you know I've I've talked to a couple friends about this recently even in in the aspect of boys you know they're dealing with the fact that they're not tall enough or they're not you know they don't do sports or that you know no matter what you are like across the field like bullying is a real thing um it's been around long long before you know this day and age i mean this is something that goes back into the dark ages i mean we've been let's be honest we me being mean as shit to each other and and treating other human beings as crap um for way too long um the only difference is and what sucks now is we have my our kids have access to social media and we can bully and really just you know ostracize and make people feel like utter losers uh on mass media networks which is you know um Kind of awful, because you know that's where things like suicide become a huge thing, um, gun shootings in schools become a big thing, um, drug use you know trying to escape from their reality, which is you know and and so many parents like I'm very thankful that I have a daughter that if I truly go, like what's school like? Do you have anybody that's giving you a hard time? She can't lie, she sucks at lying, so if I ask the right questions. I get the answers, and and I'm not one that's going to, like, roll up in a school and, like, you know, be like, so-and-so is bullying the kid. But it's the fact that I want to have open dialogue with her, and I want to know what's going on every day because I want to know my kids okay, like, mentally and physically and, you know, and if I do have to one day go up there and kick some kid's ass, (laughs) I want to know if that's the case. Um, So the funny thing is, that a lot of that does not change when you get any older. Um, I'm always kind of jealous when I see like friends from high school who are still friends with the friends from high school, and they and they truly, from what I can tell, look like they have legitimately great relationships. I am not a great relationship person. Uh, I love my husband dearly. Um, I sometimes like joke that we share the same brain. Um, people that see us, I mean, I, I don't want to say you know um, you know relationships look like one thing on social media but there's something else in my life what you see is what you get with us like we are legitimately um a loving crazy couple yes we have bad days yes we have bad moods yes we have days where we're like both of us are just done at the end of the day and we all we want to do is just not talk and sit on the couch and watch tv and vegetate um but we absolutely know how to have fun um we have super weird um, you know, rituals and things that we do, and we just, we have a really great relationship. I know how to relationship with him. Um, for the most part, I know how to relationship with my kids. Um, I'm definitely at a loss at times. Um, you know, I have a teenager, and like I said, if I ask the right questions, I'll get the answers I want. But if I don't ask the right questions, I'm gonna get fine. Everything's good. I guess, you know, the typical teenage answer. Um, and then my middle one is one that, <laughs> She's going to give you the same answer no matter what you ask. Like, did you do your homework? Yes. Did you not do your homework? Yes. So somehow one of those is going to be right. Um, so it's just really funny because, you know, and then my youngest who is constantly a, a learning process and just a, a mind of her own. But like I said, I a relationship the best I can with them. Um, but when it comes to other people, I suck. First off, enforcement, I hate drama. Like, drama is the the stupidest thing that women in the world ever created, period. Like, I don't get it. So I struggle with female relationships because I just hate drama. And I feel like 95% of the time when I'm in um, relationships with women, friendships, um, there's always going to be some aspect of drama um, the other big thing, and it's something that I'm really experiencing a lot lately, is I feel like when someone wants to be my friend, and I am, I am throwing up air quotes right now, but be my friend, there always seems to be an ulterior motive. And I'm, let me let me say this: I am absolutely in 100% support of small businesses, of people, you know, doing their thing and selling products themselves and making a living and and striving to be the best person they can be, I absolutely did it. I've, I've t- sold Tastefully Simple. I've sold Nerium. I've been there. I've done that. Um, I 100% back those people, and when I can support them financially, I absolutely do. However, do not be my friend for the sole purpose to sell me your products. Um, and I say this because very recently um, I've had several people, like, send me Facebook messages and start out having a what I feel like is a conversation, a friendly conversation, and it evolves into, well, I've got to go take one of my fist sticks because I'm low on energy and had a rough day. Wouldn't you want to try one? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no offense. Um, I completely believe you when you say that it's working for you. Um, personally, for me, when it comes to health and nutrition things and I don't want to say fad things, but just things like on the market right now that are supposed to help your energy level and help this. I am the last person that's going to buy it. Um, you know, I am personally, I'm a personal trainer. Um, I've taken fitness nutrition. Um, I know, maybe I don't always do what I'm supposed to, but I know, um, you know, what I need to do to make my body function and work to the best of its ability. Um, so the last thing I need is to put um, substances that are made to do. You know, I eat real food. I drink water. Um, That is my thing. Energy is, I'm not on short supply of it. I mean, I, you know, may complain about being tired or whatever, but anybody that knows me knows I am 360% like high, strong, high energy. Give me a task. I'll get it done. Um, So there's really no doubt in my mind that I need anything to make me more energetic. If anything, I might need like Ritalin. I mean, that's, that'd probably be a better product for me. So, um, but anyways, I, I the premises of this is I have no problem with people trying to like I said, you know, make themselves an entrepreneur a business, um, supporting themselves the best they can. But I absolutely have a problem with you putting on a, a facade that you want to be my friend and the moment I say no thank you, I don't hear from you ever again. Um and so, you know, it's it's ulterior motives in respect of that and then of course my own personal experience, um I always fear that you don't want, you want something I have. Um, and obviously, you know, no one's taking my husband from me. Um, he's fantastic. Ironically enough, I literally just drove by him. He's running right now. Um, but so, but I'm not worried about that, but it's the fact that 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 thought is always in the back of my mind because again, I have not had good experiences with women. Um, So I don't know if anybody else feels like this or or experiences this. Um, You know, I, and I call myself an outgoing introvert because as you can tell, I have no problem talking. I could talk to anybody. I could talk to anybody for hours. Um, In fact, I talk to people so well that a lot of people that are friends, not necessarily close friends, but friends feel that they can tell me anything and sometimes I find out far more about my friends than I really would like to know. Um, But it's just, it's 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 frustrating for me because i want to you know be a good girlfriend and and be able to like hang with friends and be able to go out and um you know but on top of the fact that i've got trust issues and i'm always worried there's an ulterior motive and you know i just feel like nobody nobody wants to be my friend to be my friend um i also have the fact that there's guilt on the other side of it like um You know, every other weekend my girls go to their dads. So if someone invites me to go do something on a weekend that I have them, I immediately am kind of like, no, I can't do that because, you know, yes, I see them 90% of the time because they live with me. But Monday through Friday, especially during the school year, we don't have quality time. It's get home, do homework, you know, eat dinner, get baths you know, we're lucky to get 20, 30 minutes of quiet time at the end of the evening. And that's usually me trying to read them a book or force them to read a book that they were supposed to read. You know, needless to say, I just, I don't want to take away from that time. So then that leaves me with only the opposing weekends where they're not with me. And then I have that guilt because that's the weekend that I get to spend quality time with my husband without interruptions and without, you know, worrying about having to like deal with a tantrum or take a teenager somewhere. Um, or argue with a 11-year-old, like, so, um, PSA, if you're my friend, and I really don't hang out that much, I swear to God, it's not you, it's me, um, but I, I just wonder how many people um, feel like they have to do things with friends, or they feel guilty like me for not doing things with friends, um, I'm super torn, like, it, I'm not really saying this to, I guess, really appeal to anybody. I am I am putting it out there that please be kind to everyone, um, especially in middle and high school, you know, those people that you treat like crap now, um, you don't know who they're going to be in 10 years. Or you don't know if they're going to be around in 10 years because of something you may have done or said, you know, that, that affects them on a deeper scale. You don't know what they go home to. Um, you know, working in the school system and really kind of seeing the background of, some of the parent dynamics and family dynamics of these students, I am just, you know, it breaks my heart. It it breaks my heart. It it it's amazing to me to see how many students, um, one have multiple siblings with multiple different parents. And not that that's a bad thing. It happens. Blended families are are really real and 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 can be positive things. But you know, I'm also seeing families where that's happening, and nobody's. Nobody's advocating for these kids. These kids are just kind of, you know, getting by and and, and really their future is being um, deadened because they don't have anybody that is truly standing up for them. Um, that was another conversation that I had with um, a, a girlfriend of mine that I made an effort to go and have tea with, um, you know, during the day, which that's the thing. If you're my girlfriend and you want to do something, it's really helpful if you are a stay-at-home mom because the only time I really have that I can dedicate to anybody else besides my family and myself is going to be this window from like 9.30 to 11.30 Monday through Friday. And even then, that time is sometimes allotted to doctor's appointments and other things. But anyways, um, but I was talking to her and she was, you know, she is originally from Australia. And so um, obviously school is different there and and she's not saying that it's better there, but it's different. Um, and then you know she's here in the states again her husband's military he's from the states originally so anyways um, we were just talking and she had come previously from North Carolina and the area of time to- place that she lived in North Carolina was very low income um, had a lot of issues with um, families who um, really didn't have parents that stepped up and advocated for them. Um the school grades were really low um testing was really low, these kids were kind of just being pushed through the system and, and I don't and and now being in the school system, I don't blame the system. Um the system is not set up um the best way. It's not. So here's your choices in the, in our society. Um you go to a school, public school that is free to you. Um and unfortunately some parents look at child at school as just a form of daycare and not at the fact that these people are here every day, you know All year long trying to better your children and help your children and educate your children but these schools are built that they have to hold anywhere from 20 to 25 students per class um, with one teacher and if they're lucky a rotating teacher aide to come in and assist Um, when you have 25 students with 25 different personalities and 25 different learning um, methods and 25 um, different ranges of education from I can't read to I could probably read 12th grade books, and and all these students are all in the same grade, and say third or fourth grade. You know, you have a lot of obstacles as a teacher and as a TA, um, and there are only seven hours in the school day. So you're asking so much of these one to two people. Um, and on the flip side, if you have the financial means and want to pay out ten, you know, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars a year and put your child in private school that's great and they're going to have you know the ability to have probably anywhere from a one to five to maybe at most one to twelve ratio in a classroom they're going to have more aids Um, they're going to have more availability probably more um, educational tools to have access to and that's fabulous but on the flip side you're also changing their aspect on society Um, first of all, obviously, if you're in those type of situations, because even with financial aid, you you really have to have some kinds of funds to be there. Um, You're surrounded by kind of the same level of um, individuals, you know, financially, like, you you know, you're all going to be in the upper middle or upper class um, of society, which is not a bad thing. But it's the fact that you have now taken your child from being in a larger group and being having access to kind of a larger more realistic society and a more diverse society and yes giving them a better education but then that aspect of social awareness and what's really going to happen when they're in the real world or they go to a public college or so on and so forth those things become a bit of a shock to the system when they get older um so it's like it's really you have got to take the pros and cons and i don't have the means to put my children in in private school um my my husband's kids have been very fortunate that they've been in private school all their lives and that's great and that's worked for them um i don't think that would work for my kids and it it may i don't know but for me i like the fact that they're kind of being forced to deal with diversity and deal or be in be in a diverse community and not deal with it but be be submerged in a diverse community and also to um really learn how to get along with everyone. I mean, my daughter has friends from every race and every culture, um, every religious belief, you know, and she actually has, because of that has kind of taken a step back and, and been more, um, thoughtful of how she looks at things. Um, it's changed a lot of her aspects in everyday life. Um, and I appreciate that because you, you can't get that when you put yourself in kind of a, a a bubble of, of your, your like peers. Um, but on the flip side, you know, as a parent, um, because the way the system is set up, it's not necessarily set up for children to fail, but it is going to fail the students that don't have parents that advocate for them. If your student struggles, if your student is a good kid who is quiet and, and kind of falls and fades into the background like my middle daughter, and you're not willing to put your voice out there and say, hey, I get she's a good kid and I get that she behaves, but she doesn't know what we're doing, um, then your your student's gonna your your kid's gonna fail your kid's gonna falter your kid's gonna struggle um you know so it's just the fact that a lot of people are quick to blame um you know everyone else um and 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 you gotta know that just like me not being able to be socially inept on a regular basis or or want to go out of my way to hang with girlfriends, that's a choice that I make for myself and when it comes to being a parent and having a child and bringing them in the world, that's a choice as a as a parent you're making, and that means that for the next 18 plus years, it's your responsibility to be the voice for that student or that person. Um, and I, I, you know, I hope that more people in the world recognize that. So you've got to love how I start out with talking about how I'm socially awkward and stuck at relationships and then go through and how I'm talking about advocating for my children and the school system as a whole. But, um, you know, I think, like, I try to to really make everything connect, but um, I think it's the fact that, you know, when you're advocating um, for your student and you're being involved um, and you're kind of putting yourself out there in a sense in, in the hopes that, you can better and help your students um your, your child's life um that is a, a form of really trying to understand how they relationship um you know your teacher their teachers and, and are people that see them seven hours a day you know they see who they talk to they're seeing um you know their behavior they're seeing they're seeing so many aspects of their life that you do not know about um you know when i was a kid and it's really funny because I, I, I say how I'm really suck at relationships, or at least female relationships now. I sucked at them in middle school, um, you know, and a lot of that was, again, because I felt isolated and kind of pushed out by my peers that were other girls. Um, but even in high school, I limited myself to a very small group of friends. And honestly, that was my boyfriend um, and the two really close friends he had, and by, by um, extension, their girlfriends, who then became my girlfriend's. But even in that small group, I dealt with drama and frustrations. And honestly, at the end of the day, I was much more content with just me and my boyfriend um, hanging out and just the two of us or me even hanging out with him and his guy friends. Um, you know, I, I really struggle with that. And, and a lot of it is wondering, is it me or is it these pre-existing notions that I have about, you know, relationships um, and, and how they're going to be and how I expect them to be. Um, so basically, you know, this, this is kind of me telling the world that, um, I'm sorry (laughs) if you ever thought that I was shitty to you, that was not my intention. I just, I'm, and if you ever feel like I'm blowing you off again, not my intention. Um, it's just in my mind and in my world. Um, I, I have really different priorities and it tends to be. My family first, um, obviously um, my work second, and then really just my own time. Like, you know, I secretly love those little moments when it's like really quiet and I'm by myself and I'm just scrolling on Facebook or I'm watching a, a and indulging in a movie that I know no one else in the house would take two seconds to watch and um, or even reading a book, which is a rarity here lately. Um, but it's like, for me, you know, I don't need to interact with it. And, and that may be a little bit of my, um, you know, depression and, and other things that I have mentally that, that I, you know, I'm dealing with and anxiety and things like that. And I absolutely recognize that. But at the same time, for me having that, that quiet time and that alone time and that time to reflect or time to really do nothing, um, you know, is, is so vital to my personal, um, you know, self-care, um, and I think everyone at the end of the day needs to take care of them first. You cannot take care of anybody else you take care of you first. Um, so, I may take care of myself differently than somebody else, but it's it's all it's all in how I you know view, how you view life. Um, so, I think I'm going to stop wasting your time because I've been talking for a while, and I'm finally home, and I'm parked in my driveway, and I'm supposed to be somewhere. With girlfriends in 45 minutes. Um, With my husband, but, um, so I'm looking forward to that, celebrating a good friend's birthday, so that makes it worthwhile. Um, But all all in all, I hope what you take away from this podcast, because I am for real a rambler, and I'm so sorry, but is that um, you advocate for yourself, you be you. If you're an introvert who doesn't want to do shit with anybody, do that. Um, I listen every week to three women who are le- clearly introverts, clearly advocating for, you know, self-care and mental health. And and they speak to therapists on the phone, um, you know, using a really cool um, feature, you know, or um, app, because they'd rather be at home in their pajamas, um, you know, and not have to, to go out in the real world. And for some people that's their reality and that's, the way they want to live life, and I totally support that. Um, but, again, take away from this, be you, um, do you, um, and whatever that and however that looks or however that needs to be. I mean, if if you're not harming anybody else and you're taking care of, number one, do it. Um, again, if you have kids, be a parent. Like, that's a huge thing. Step up. Be a parent. You know, give them the 18 years plus that they deserve of your um Dedication and love and 100% support. Um, you know, so much crap I think happens with kids these days, and parents are oblivious. And I'm and, and I'm not even excusing myself. I'm sure that there are still things that my kids do that I am clueless on and I haven't caught on to yet. But I assure you that I'm going to be in their face and in their life and, and asking questions every day and, and, as long as I'm on this earth um, because they are their success however we get there is so important to me. Um, and not success in jobs and money, but success in just living life and being a good human being. Like, I want my kids to be good human beings when they grow up. Um, and, and thirdly, love your school system if you're in the public school system because they have so many obstacles, um, and you only see what you see from your student. And, um, I mean, for example, my my school, we have over 500 students um, in elementary school, and that's a lot. And, and you're talking about a small group of administrators and teachers and TAs and support staff um, trying to create a peaceful and um, positive environment. And that's tough. That's tough when you have that many personalities coming from a variety of different home lives. Um, so advocate for yourself advocate for your kid and and totally support the people that advocate for you and your kid together because those people rock and they need you um that's all i have to say today <laughs> um oh yeah um for like people listening before i was talking about my youngest making progress therapy session number two happened yesterday went really well minus some insurance issues ugh but um Rained twice this week, stayed at school, turned it around, had a really good week, so progress. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Um, hope everyone has a fabulous weekend. Christmas is coming, literally 26 days away. Um, I will probably not talk to you again until two weeks. Be prepared. And I hope everyone has a fabulous two weeks. I know I'm going to try to. I'm going to run 10 miles on Sunday in Raleigh-Durham on the side of a mountain, so pray for me that I don't die or fall or injure myself. Um, and until next time, thank you for listening to however many, you know, five people that listen to me. Thanks. Um, to listen to Christian Mother Runner, um, Burning Off the Crazy. Um, until next time, I'm out.